Hello, you guys. It's Simone Faith here at One Stop Beauty Supply located in Moyoc, North Carolina. And as promised, I am going to be talking about um, our grown children living with us. Now, if you don't have grown children living with you, maybe you have cousins, aunts, uncles, people who just had to come back and live with you or they have never left. Now, Yesterday, we talked about Kirk Franklin and his son and the way he cursed out his son on air. And we talked about his son being 33 years old. Now, a lot of people gave me flack for that also. And um, as I thought, we have diehard Kirk Franklin people. And listen, it is nothing wrong with that. I'm not here to judge anybody. If you know, you could like anybody you want to like, you know, as a Christian, we are not taught to judge anyway. We are taught to really pray for people. So I can't really judge him for cousin out his son. Uh, my personal opinion, you know, without real harsh judgment is that that was ridiculous. That's it. Um, but you know, I think we all do our own stuff. We all have our own baggage, whether people know about it or we secretly do it. Um, Today, though, I am going to be talking about grown children living with you. Most of you guys who follow me or even know me personally, you guys know that I have five children. I had my first son when I was 17 years old. So my son is now 30. Um, What do I think about it? I have a 25-year-old still living in my house. He's on his way out. My 21-year-old has already left. So in my house is my 19-year-old daughter and my 15-year-old baby boy. I think that it's really okay if your grown children move back in with you as long as you guys have a plan. You know, and I'll use myself for an example. I had kids at 17. I started at 17. My next son came at the age of 23. But at 17, I was a mother. um, And I was living with my great-grandmother. I was just a kid. I didn't know much about it. My grandmother helped me, you know, pretty much get on my feet, continue my college education. Um, I had a lot of rules on the next steps to move out her house because as far as my grandmother was concerned, I was no longer a child. I was doing everything she was doing, including having sex. The only thing I wasn't doing was paying my way. So my grandmother let me know at a very early age, you know, you're not going to live off me. You know, this man has gotten you pregnant and, you know, it's time to grow up now, really grow up. Um, I think that when we help our children, it's nothing wrong with helping our children, but we want to help the children who are grateful and we want to help the children that's doing something with their lives. I think I myself and many other parents are guilty of letting our grown children move back in with us or they never kind of move out or they move out slowly they don't listen they don't want to do any chores they kind of talk back to you um they paying very little rent if any rent at all you know they're really kind of rude and i think a lot of parents believe that you owe your child something once these people turn 18 okay i would have to say If they're not in college and they're not doing something productive, it's time for you to get out. If you're not going to college, you're not jumping in the military, you know, that's it. It's time for you to go. If you're working a rinky dinky job and and you think that this is great because, you know, you and some little um, 
um, fake world that, you know, well, you know, mom, eventually I'm going to leave McDonald's or Burger King. Then I'm going to go ahead and try and apply at the post office. No, you have to have a plan. And I want to tell parents because I was guilty of this with my first son, but with all my children after him. I had a plan like, okay, when you was in ninth grade, let's talk about 12th grade. You know, let's talk about what we're going to do. What are you interested in? And I've been asking my kids what they was interested in at like eight and nine years old because I kind of wanted to build a platform to get them in that arena in which they wanted to jump into. With my first son, I didn't do that. He was my first son. He was spoiled. I gave him everything he wanted. And he turned out to be a badass. I'm just going to be honest. He was a badass. It took him years to grow up. With every kid after that, I made plans. Okay, I have this child. What are they going to do? Let me see their strengths, their weaknesses. Let me see if I can guide them in a positive direction. Because I want to say something else to parents. Just because you raise your child and you do all that you can for them, when they get out of your house, sometimes they get out and they become people that we don't even know. They have secret lives. They're doing things that you wouldn't dare approve of. And I want to tell parents, let it go. You cannot keep mothering a child that wants to live their type of life. The best thing you can do for them is pray and move on. So I don't know if I'm the best person to ask this because I do believe in helping children. I do believe in helping grown children. A lot of times our children fall down. It's nothing wrong with that. I fell down. The only difference between me and my son is I didn't have anybody after my great grandmother passed. I didn't have anybody to pick me up and say, hey, let me give you an opportunity. I had to learn everything uh, through the school of hard knocks with my children. We are in a particular position to help each one of them. And you know what? I'm going to be honest that's a great thing but I only help my children I only help the ones that's doing something for themselves if you're not doing anything for yourself and you run around smoking weed and you're trying to have sex with as many people as you can have sex with and you're doing this and you're doing that and you game banging and you robbing and, and you know I'm not gonna help you And if you land in jail, it's no sense of calling me because I believe everything is a choice. And I definitely think we should help our children, but there has to be a limit to it. For some of you parents, you had children like I did between the ages of 15 and 20, and your child is still living home with you. He's almost 40 and he's still living at home with you. He's never got out on his own. And and we have made, and because I'm guilty of it, we have made every excuse why Our son is lousy. We made every excuse for it. I mean, I hear from my friends all the time. You know, I am 49 and a lot of my friends have kids that's 30 and like me, like 12 and 13. You know, they they had their first child young because we were fast. You know, that's just what happened. And our kids are still living with us. And we make excuses why they live with us. We say because the father wasn't around. You know, or, or this person wasn't around. So you try to give them double love. Well, you can't. You can only love your son with your love. But it's a hindrance. And I talk about sons because I have four boys and one girl. And most of my boys, they went through common scenarios even though some of them were years apart they went through certain things at around about 12 you know when a boy start feeling himself I guess you know uh, some of them start feeling himself at 8 and 9 but definitely 12 and 13 
they become people you really don't even know. You know, there's a couple of times, I'll be honest with you guys, I wanted to call the doctor, make sure I had the right child because I thought maybe somebody switched this kid because this kid going to make me choke them out. And guys, I just want to tell you, I've been there, you know, and after we as parents get a certain age, we want our own space. It's not that we don't love you. It's not that we don't want to help you, you know, after having children at a young age and and giving and doing everything that we can for you. It's time for your parents to live their life. So I'm going to tell you another flip scenario that I've done with my children. You guys, sometimes, you know, if they got behind and they rent or something, uh, you stay in your place and I'll help you pay the rent because sometimes it's a problem to bring your grown children in the house. That's too many grown folks under one roof. See, my husband, and I own a home. We already have this 25 year old near my daughter's now 19. That's already two grown people. You know, uh, it becomes a headache because they forget that they're still your children living with you. So when you live with your parents, you have rules and responsibilities. Like in my house, you still can't come in my house after 2 a.m. If you are out past 2 a.m., wherever you at, that's where you better sleep because I'm not running no whorehouse. You can't run in my house all times of the night. You know, um, I find that as I get older, it becomes hilarious. I don't even want nobody slam no doors. Don't let me be asleep and the bathroom door slam. Girl, I go sideways, okay? So, but these are some of the particulars that most kids know about their parents. There's just some things, you know, that we do that you know you don't like. So why subject yourself to having to move back with us? So for me, you guys, I have offered to pay my kids rent because to me, that was the best scenario. You keep your own place, your own house. You can live how you live and I can live how I live. I have five kids and I I raised all five of my kids to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. There's only one God and there's only one way in which you can be saved. I have one son that's a Hebrew Israelite. I have one son that claimed he's a Muslim. I mean, you know. It's crazy. And I don't try to talk them out of being anything. That's not my job. You know, my job is not to convict you. I'm not God. So I don't talk my children out of anything. They are adults. You know, um, I gave them the right material. If they grow up and they veer left, that's just what they do. Um, so that's why it shocked me with Kirk Franklin. Whether you... um raise your children or you don't raise your children. I think it's hard to um, hate your children. I've ran across a couple of parents, I mean a couple of parents, yeah, and a couple of kids who who feel as if the either one hate each other. And I could um, understand that too because when I was growing up, I felt as if my mother hated me. I mean, you know, she lived up the street. I saw her very frequently. Um, I lived with her grandmother. Um, And we didn't do a lot of things. So I thought maybe it was something wrong with me. But I realized, you know, it wasn't hate. And I didn't hate her like I thought. It was just we were really, you know, there was no connection. There was no bond. And I think that with a child, whether it's a mother or father, you have to have some type of bonding. Um, Whether you're going through the dirt to success, it has to be a bonding period with children. And most of us who have bonded with our children, you know, it's in our maternal nature to help our children and not see them out on the street. But let me tell you women, sometime you have to allow your child 
to go through the school of hard knocks. Sometimes you just have to because out here in this world, this the people in this world, they're not going to play with your child. If they don't pay their rent, they're homeless. You know, if they run around and getting girls pregnant, they're going to pay that as they get older. When they're in their 30s and they have two, three kids by two, three different baby mamas and, and maybe a few of them trying to take you to court and maybe you with one of them and one feel like you love them and the other ones feel like you didn't give them enough, enough love. You go through all this when you're young. And as with Kirk Franklin, I don't know what what happened with Kirk Franklin raising his son or didn't raise his son. And I don't care. Um, when you look at Frank, Frank, oh, Frank, Kirk Franklin story, he went through a lot. He went through a lot as a kid. So I think all his experiences molded him to be the person that he is. I, I think the pastor who, who absolutely helped him help mold his life down a different avenue than it would have went. Um, I think God played a big part in his life. And I'm going to tell you guys this. Sometimes, you know, when you hungry, God is the most important thing in the world. And some of you guys that won't go over your head. You will know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, when you starving. He's the most important thing in the world. You go to church, you pray, you get on your knees, you know, you you always asking for something which you really don't have to because once once you ask God for anything, you can just turn it over. But these are things that you learn as you get deeper in the Bible. But once you're eating, once you're really eating, then we always don't follow God. We always don't follow God. Once you're no longer hungry, and you could go anywhere and just about eat anything you want. Some of us forget about God. I know, I know. We see these people on the Grammy Awards and TV. And the first person they saying is thank God. But what God are you thanking? Who are you really thanking? You know, is it Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who, who tell us we shouldn't curse and bless with the same mouth? I'm guilty of that. I am guilty of that. Is it the same God that said you shouldn't have a baby out of wedlock? I'm guilty of that too. Is it the same God that when a pastor, you know, is sleeping with somebody in a congregation, he's cheating on his spouse. I've done that too. So I say all of that to say we all sin. All of us. There's, there's, there's no person that has not sinned. Maybe you think your sin wasn't as bad as my sin or, or somebody else's sin. But to God, a sin is a sin. And if you don't repent, you know where you're going. And when I say that, I'm telling you guys, forgive yourselves. If you haven't raised your children or maybe you've given them too much and, and they still hate you and they cussing you out, forgive yourself and forgive them. Because when you're dead and gone, your kids won't know how valuable you are until you're gone if they can't appreciate you while you're here. And sometimes you have to give yourself time and distance. I mean, there was one time I didn't talk to my oldest son for about two years. It's not because I wanted to. You know, I think every kid goes through a phase where, you know, they think about what they didn't get or maybe, you know, you didn't love me enough. 
I let my son go through the phase because he was an adult. But what he didn't do was call to curse me out. And even if he had, I would not have entertained him. Because um, do you guys remember back in the day when uh, we had actual telephones, you know, where people could call your home and you would probably go to sleep with the phone wrapped around your neck talking to your boyfriend or your girlfriend? Well, I'm going to tell you. Mobile phones make it even better. You know, sometimes I get a little angry that I can't slam the phone down. You know, somebody hang up in your face on one of them old phones. It sounds like they was breaking the phone in your ear, you know, because that's how much anger they have. Well, on our devices now, you just simply go to info, you block them, and that's that. That's that. You don't have to put up with anybody calling your phone to cuss you out. So what I can say about Kurt Franklin is the fact that he didn't take the time to block his son. There's no hate there. Because when you hate somebody and you truly don't like somebody, you go on every platform. You go on every platform to block them. It would be no way for his son just to call his phone. So do I always think they get along? No, but there has to be some level of love and respect just for him to still be able to call him up when he knows that his son has been trying to smudge him for years. And that's something else I want to talk about. It's a sad thing, but sometimes you have children who just hate their parents. I mean, you know, you could never do enough. I mean, who is the actor where his daughter is um, into um porn or playboy is, is it Lawrence Fisher um don't quote me on that you guys because I may be wrong but I think it's Lawrence Fisher's daughter Lawrence Fisher's daughter and here's the thing some of these kids get everything everything and they still go wayward they still go wayward it doesn't matter what you do some of the kids have, have not gotten nothing. I mean, they grew up in poverty. Their mothers was crackheads. Their fathers abandoned them. Grandmother was raising 12, 13 people. She didn't have time to check on anybody. And some of them are success stories. So there is no book on how to raise a child. I mean, because if it was, if somebody had the magic potion, okay, we would all have superstars. I know a lot of people watch Dr. Phil and Oprah and everybody else, but uh-uh. Put your faith in God. Nobody can tell you how to raise your child because I have five and no two are alike. I mean, I'm dealing with five distinct personalities. They may do a few things similar, but they are all different individuals. So God, do I think you should help your children? Yes, but it should be a plan. If your kids have to come back and live with you and they're 30 and up, it needs to be a plan. It needs to be a plan. You know, give them how long to stay in your house. Don't let them just stay because you're feeling guilty. And for Pete's sake, parents, do not let your children come back and live with you and they're buying 60-inch TVs and um, $200 pants. They're going out to, you know, these $100 restaurants and they have no place to stay. Teach them some financial responsibility. And I'm going to tell you, you're never too old to learn. I really started learning about financial responsibility at the age of 38. You're never too old to learn. I really learned about compound interest, how important it is, you know, how much money you could actually make. And if you put in this much money in there a month, you know, by the time you're 60, you could be a millionaire. You know, I think 
All of us have to learn that, as I preach about, it's very important to be financially literate. You know, whether you're going on YouTube, you know, pay your dues. Um, But with our children, yes, help them. Yes. I mean, who really wants to drive by and see their child homeless on the street? Nobody. Who wants to see a grandbaby, you know, sleeping in shelters when you know you have a big house? Now I'm gonna now now let me just say this before I let you guys go. Let you guys go. There is a flip to this. Some kids are destructive. I mean, some kids you can't help. Some kids you cannot allow to be in your house because they may harm you. I mean, when I grew up, I didn't know about children killing their parents. I had no friend beating their mom and their daddy up. You know, I, I came from black parents. You put your hands on my mama, you might as well go, go to the grave, dig a ditch, and get in it. Cover yourself up. I didn't grow up with that. I didn't see any of my friends raising their hand and hit their mother. I've never seen that until I moved to suburbia. I've seen so many kids, black and white, push their mother down the stairs, cuss them out, fist fight. I'd never seen that in the hood. Because a lot of our parents grew up hood and they would beat the hell out of you before they let you beat them up. I'm just going to be honest. They would beat the hell out of you. So guys, every story is different. You make the determination on what you want to do. But do the best thing for you. Don't let anybody come in your house that's going to disturb your whole household. Find another way. Maybe you have to help get them an apartment. Find another way. But don't be in a situation where you're in fear, you know, and you're feeling guilty. All right. This is Simone Faith, the One Stop Beauty Supply. Hopefully next week, you guys, we get back to this business of how to open businesses and how to get this hair. And, you know, what's your upsells and what's your meat? What is your meat and bread of the business? All right, guys, have a great weekend. It's Friday. It's kind of cloudy out here. Enjoy, enjoy, and stay safe. Bye.